What comes to mind when you think about life? Your life? The lives of those you love? Would you be willing to save a loved one's life? Of course. But have you ever stopped and thought about saving the lives of others? Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a weekly podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but when it is broken down, it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. Buddhists believe in a cycle of death and rebirth called samsara. In Islam, death is the termination of the worldly life and the beginning of an afterlife. Christians believe that the death and resurrection are part of God's divine plan for humankind. And of course, there are those who believe death is eternal. There's nothing else. Hi, you're listening to episode 29 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, two-time kidney recipient and proud LifeBank staff member. It is only human nature when someone dies that our minds wander about life after death. Many of us hold strong beliefs through the way we were brought up, through religious practices, and really through life experience and personal opinion. How do those beliefs help us process loss and grief? I'm joined today by Alyssa Berman, the Senior Bereavement Counselor for LifeBank, to help tackle such a big topic, grief and spirituality. Alyssa, can you help us understand the difference between spirituality and religion? Yes, of course I can. I think that one of the most important things to understand is that religion refers to the man-made kind of organized forms of worship, the four walls, the church, the synagogue, the mosque. It's a place that you go when we're thinking of religion. It's the structure for studying, and some people would say the structure for communicating with God. But the other thing is, is that religion, religious structures are also businesses with budgets and fundraising, and they're governed by human beings that have human flaws. However, spirituality is the outward expression of whatever faith that we have. It's the awareness of and the connection to a power greater than yourself. And there are a few places, though, where spirituality and religion intersect with each other. Those areas are areas of belief and comfort, reflection, and often, to be honest, there's the creative ways where religion and spirituality and you know, connect with each other, usually in music, art, prayer, volunteering, and learning. But most importantly to remember that the spirituality aspect is the more inward feeling and then also what you do with it, whereas religion is the structured experience. Alyssa, I appreciate that. That is such a concise and clear definition of the difference between spirituality and religion, and it makes such sense to me. How can having a sense of spirituality impact than on a grief experience somebody has? Well, here's the great thing. Most of us are actually spiritual without knowing it because when someone dies, the most common questions 
of searching that I get are, who am I in light of my loss? What am I doing here now? What is life all about? And where am I going? And those questions are spiritual in nature. Those are the first questions I hear because we're a meaning-making people. And the irony is, is when we ask why, if we're honest, we don't expect an answer. That why reflects the kind of spiritual anguish and confusion that we have when we're suffering. And ironically, usually, when we ask that why, that's when we get those kind of odd answers from well-meaning friends. And yet, most people do report, both in counseling and in research, that there's tremendous personal growth following bereavement, and the growth is spiritual in nature. We just don't realize it because people report they have a greater appreciation for life, which is spiritual. They have closer interpersonal relationships. It's also spiritual. And so often people start to realize as they go through their loss that they're just trying to get a greater sense of security and meaning in the world. And it's through that that they reflect and realize that all of these things that they're putting together are actually spirituality. Because most of us have some type of belief that really underlies how we approached life before loss. And then that itself often gets questioned after loss. Um, but what it does, what spirituality can do, is it helps us integrate the losses into our lives because the goal really of grief, especially as I'm working with people, is rediscovering how we can get our feet out of bed in the beginning of the day and figure out how to kind of make our lives better. And that whole process is a spiritual process in general because it's inward work. It's not the structure per se of religion. And religion for many is the foundation underneath it. But the work itself is often spiritual and inward. Wow. I mentioned earlier that there are those out there who don't believe in life after death, that they, they feel like death is eternal and that's that. So if somebody is not terribly spiritual, how do they begin to integrate some of this into their lives and to help them through their grief? Well, I think what's so interesting is in conversation, when I pay attention to the kind of sifting and sorting and questioning and exploring that people are doing, I point out, you know, these, this is a spiritual process. I think what happens is people get disenchanted with religion because of what I said in the beginning of the human flaws of it, of the business of it, of the fundraising of it. But when they realize that their questioning and thinking is actually a spiritual endeavor, they kind of stop and pause. We have to rebuild our external lives after somebody dies, but people naturally and inherently start to rebuild their internal lives well. So I've often spoken to people and said, look, spirituality is like a switch. Everyone has one. It's just that A, everyone hasn't turned it on. Grief and loss can turn it off and we're human. And so sometimes that switch feels stuck or even maybe worse, non-existent. So part of the questioning we do after loss invites us to turn inward and slow down. So when you slow down, that's you beginning to touch on your spirituality. When you start to 
believe passionately in something, I remind people, there you go. That's your spirituality. Being able to just be open, and this is the hard one, to not knowing all the answers. When someone comes to me and says, you know, I've accepted that. I'm not going to know why. I remind them, there you go. That's your spirituality. So it means that you're really allowing yourself to pay attention to what your life is like now and to the needs that you have. And research shows that positive beliefs, comfort, and strength that are gained from the kind of meditation and self-contemplation that sometimes we do when we're trying to rebuild our internal lives, that all of that has an impact on healing and our sense of well-being. And you don't have to pray to a higher power. I have to tell you that many, many people I work with will tell me that they pray to their loved one. They believe that they're sustained by their loved one and that somewhere that person is guiding them and protecting them. And then there are other people who express their spirituality in service, in helping other people, in putting other people's needs before their own. And then finally, I have to say that when people are really struggling with spirituality, I encourage them to start to consider gratitude because in gratitude, even for the smallest of blessings in the worst of times, people will begin to feel a sense of peace slowly, even if in the beginning it's moment by moment. Because what they can do is say, you know, I've lived through this. Now, what's going to come along? Well, whatever it is, I've already lived through the worst. And so people begin to appreciate what they have left after loss. And in that process, their attitude towards life and towards suffering really changes. And so I remind people that the spiritual journey really involves going beyond your fear, stepping into unknown territory, and continuing to move forward. So when people say, I don't think I'm on a spiritual path, when I ask them, are you moving forward? And they say, yes. I remind them that they, in fact, are. In some ways, I think organ donation has that basis for spirituality, that people feel it's so profound and comforting because it is doing something for a greater good. So although it's filled with, obviously, tragedy and grief, there is a component of spirituality when you say yes to donation and you're helping somebody else live. Correct, because in addition to providing literally the opportunity for someone to rebuild their life, you also then are making a very concrete decision to rebuild your own. And there's really nothing more spiritual than that. Alyssa, I always learn something from talking with you and I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, I thank you for being here with us today. And I invite you back next week. And come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life, the podcast that is changing lives. Organ, eye, and tissue donation is truly all about life. Life given, life received, and lives saved and healed. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org or visit lifebank.org for more information. If you are already a registered donor, we thank you. If you are not, take a few minutes to do something heroic 
and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at the BMV or online at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is depending on it. Donate life. 